1: Hi everyone, this is Channing with Ned. this is Natalie Jean, this is Natalie Jean, and today we have the honor of having mother-daughter music duo, Ruth Weber and Emilia lopez yanez Ruth Weber and Emilia lopez yanez are a mother-daughter music team who perform in several genres, including classical folk and children's music. The two are both classically trained musicians with Master of Arts degrees in music. They work as college music educators in the communities in addition to concertizing throughout the US and abroad. The Billboard charting duo's music has appeared on television and film soundtracks with symphonies and in choral and orchestral music arrangements. The two have won numerous awards for their two children's albums, Koko Wanda Bay and The Spaceship That Fell in My Backyard including the Parent's Choice Award 2020, Mom's Choice Gold Award 2020, Kids First Three Star Endorsement 2020, Grand Prize Hollywood Music and Media Award 2020, LA Music Critics Award, the Creative Child's Magazine CD of the Year Award 2020, the Family Choice Award 2018, the John Lennon Songwriting Grand Prize Children's Music 2018, National Associates. Association of Parenting Product Awards, NAPA 2018 and 2020, Krausine International Music Awards, Children's, and many more. Their song, We're Gonna Be Legendary, is, in the, is the theme song for the San Diego public school system. The duo's most recent album, I Had a Dream, Songs of an Immigrant, began as a labor of love when Ruth sets the poems of her late grandma, Betty Karen Hertz, to music so that the story of her impoverished childhood in Russia, her daring escape during the Bolshevik revolution, and her life as an immigrant in the United States will be forever memorialized. The songs have won recognition with the American Prize, the Golden Golden? tied. the Global Music Awards, and the Radio Music Awards. The album has been chosen to become part of an exhibit in the Anu Museum, Museum of the Jewish People in Tel Aviv, Israel. Ruth Weber is the music director of Billboard of the Billboard charting group, San Diego Jewish Men's Choir, which has toured nationally and received high critical acclaim. Recently, she was the choral arranger director on the soundtrack of the multi-award winning film, One Little Finger by Rupam Sarma, about ability in disability. Emilia Lopez-Yanez was one of the featured vocalists on this soundtrack and plays with many orchestras in the greater Southern California area. The duo received their first film awards in 2022 with two Accolade International Film Awards for Malabar International Music Festival Awards for Film and Nomination from the Music Cities, Film Awards for Best Music for Sustainability. The duo will be performing locally and touring the West Coast through the summer 2022. Let's give them a round of applause. (laughs) and Amelia how are you hi hi Hi.
2: thank you for having us
1: that was amazing to be here that was a mouthful (laughs) the bio is long and congratulations to you and all of your accolades um I think that's awesome thank you awesome 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 so much uh the John Lennon one especially that was a hard one to get so I mean that's that's really 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 cool we were really excited about that one. I would be too. I mean, that's seriously, <laughs> that's seriously a hard contest. It's a very, Let me reiterate. That's a very hard contest. So that that's the volume uh, to your work. So yeah. Again. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So how have you two been doing uh, since this? Let me. How do I put it? Because I, I don't even know how to call this world anymore. Let me see. Here we go. <laughs> The election pandemic, um, George Floyd, Ukraine, mass shootings, monkeypox, um, uh, what else do we have? Roe versus Wolf. <laughs> January sixth thing going on. How have how have you been during this time? I mean, I I call it I actually call it a different word. I'm not gonna call it on here. But this crazy <laughs> world that we're living in. How have you been dealing with all this?
3: oh gosh
1: every every day
2: is a new adventure i guess you have to say
3: definitely
2: Uh, i i think i mean yeah go you go amelia
3: oh no i i think it's it's even hard to like it it doesn't even seem real and i i I just worry that we're all getting too numb of these things
1: you said it (laughs) you said it and I'm glad that you said it. <laughs> because <laughs> I actually, it's, it's, it's incredible. So two, I think it was two years ago, because I just don't know what era we're living in anymore. Um, I really yeah. where do we go from here? And one of the songs is called Numb. Mm-hmm. It speaks volumes to everything that's going on today. And it's, it's basically that we've come, become so desensitized to what's going on mm-hmm. in the world. And we just become so numb. It's like, you know, at one part I'm like, you turn this, you switch the channel, I turn my back. It's like, Oh, okay, there's a shooting <laughs> All right, everybody oh, yeah,, blah, 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 blah. and then two days later, okay, back to normal. So yeah. Been, yeah. It's, it's yeah. been
2: been,
1: It's been I just I just you know, sometimes I have to pinch myself to see if I'm not living back in the nineteen thirties, forties, did I go back in time? Because when you think of playing right. as well, you don't think twenty twenty two. You don't think twenty first century. So that I mean we had, we yeah. even had that we had the cicadas as well that came well there was time for oh, them. To yeah. And I forgot. <laughs> yeah, and the hornets? What were the, the, the yeah. or the
3: things that like ate the bees or something? Yeah. I don't even.
1: And the bees and the bees. Yes, the animals the insects and the animals were coming out. Now, mm-hmm. one of the questions yeah. I like to ask people is this, you know, Obviously, the pandemic was awful. People lost lives, limbs, uh, li- are living with long-term effects with COVID. I have COVID. I had it twice. I've been back-whacked, lucid, you name it. Everything's done to me, but I do have long-term effects, which is annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but at the same time, there's been pros. And when I talk about pros, this is what I talk mm-hmm. about. Uh, family members. Now, this is not supposed to be weird, but in today's world, uh, people are always rushing to do things. You know, I saw families walking together. I know colleagues that decided to cut back on work because they realized they weren't spending enough time with their families. You know, climate change, my God, when we were not out there, the pollution level went down and um, the trees and the animals were just like, oh my God, they were singing out loud. and. Hopefully they don't come back. I mean, even the squirrels are like, maybe my family members are not going to get hit by these cars. You have, there were a lot of articles on, on people quitting their job. Because what they realized, they realized really that the world is really short. You know, life is short.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I do something that's going to be more in line with my destiny, my passion. I need to make money, but I need to be happy doing it. You have artists like us um, that really the mm-hmm. MPs, albums, decided to rebrand. Some decided to quit music altogether, just like I'm not doing this stuff anymore. I'm just too much. So what I'm trying to get at is it was a time for self-introspection. Even if you were still working and you were working from home, you really had time to think about who you wanted to be, how you wanted to be perceived as an artist, as a person or whatever. So what did you guys think about during that time? Did you decide to change anything? Did you decide to stay as you are? What did you think about?
2: I mean, we've been really trying to work on, at least for me, legacy projects. You know, I'm oh, I'm Amelia's mom, so I'm way older than her, and <laughs> I want to leave some kind of legacy behind right. of some music that's meaningful to me. So our newest album, which coincidentally was about my grandma who escaped from what is now Ukraine, during the Bolshevik Revolution. I mean, who was going to know that, that yeah. soon after the release, the same thing was going to happen? So so, um, I mean, we are glad to do, have done something that cements our family legacy right. for, you know, generations to come, in, in addition to being, you know, a, a body of really, I think, interesting work. And, right. and our kids, as a kids' duo... We wanted to do something for the kids, so we had this Sunday Fun Day thing that we did every week, which was, you know, our theme is kind of taking care of the environment. So oh, yeah. each each Sunday on Facebook Live, and one other one I forget what that was because Amelia is the tech savvy one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instagram. We would, <laughs> yes, Instagram. But we would Instagram. yeah, we would do. Um, You know, we do a craft off out of recycled materials and then sing uh, songs uh, about taking care of the environment and everything. So uh, we were fortunate because Amelia was living in L.A. And then she came down here to live and we could do all sorts of things that we weren't able to do before, like Mm -hmm. record an album in my closet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I like it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I just to record and the recording in the closet that's right that's, that's, do it in. Uh, i mean yeah it, it it and Amelia, what about you?
3: No, I mean, you know all the things you were saying, definitely we, we got to do, but I almost didn't even realize we were doing them at the time. (laughs) You know, I got to, I got to go back home and we got to record this album that my grandma had been really taught, you know, encouraging us to do for so long. We just never really had the time. And then it was really a passion project that was all about family. So, I mean, just ended up, and then of course, it was very timely with the release of it and what's happening in the world, but it's just all of those things. You don't realize they're happening until they kind of happen.
1: (laughs) To backtrack on the whole Ukraine thing, it's just extremely sad, and I think that what's going to happen with the United States, and this is just my opinion, it's going to be a stain on the United States because they should have done a lot more. When I hear the stories of what some of the Russian soldiers have done to the people over there, besides mm-hmm. traumatizing them, but the rape and the torture and it's, it's, it's i just just—I—I I, I don't know where the world is going. And for me, the United States is very self-involved. Yes, they've done—they've done sanctions, and that's great, but that's not enough. <laughs> that's just mm-hmm. not enough to to be able to watch this live and be part of this it's just extremely sad extremely sad um mm-hmm. uh, i'm a person i suffer from depression and when i look at things like this and the in the shootings you know little kids it puts me in a deeper depression and, and i'm going through menopause and that doesn't yeah. help um <laughs> and i have insomnia and all this stuff and it's just i think it's just extremely it's just extremely tragic now yeah
0: how
1: did you both get into the I mean, obviously you have degrees in music, but what was it about music that you decided to say, okay, Ruth and Amelia are like, I, I, they're just music. Did, was it? Did you come out of the womb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm going to do music. Music is me. You heard, you saw, and you just wanted to be part of this industry. I mean, you
2: should speak about that, Amelia. But I think she was. <laughs> kind of wired in that
1: way well i mean my mom
3: enough. yeah my mom is you know not a uh is she said that she prayed when my brother and i were, were going to be born that we would be musicians oh wow <laughs> because <laughs> you know i mean i never mom thought that wife. i would have yeah
2: i never thought i would yeah. have kids and so I was like, oh, "What am I going to do with them? I really hope they're going to be musicians, so they can have my passion that I,
1: you know, love. I love that though.
3: That's awesome." <laughs> so you can imagine she started grooming us very young to be musicians, which is, I mean, I mean, I feel so lucky because everyone else I know in the music field, or in, for example, like in undergraduate, so many kids were going there and were so discouraged or. You right. know, just the, quite the opposite of me, and here I am. Like my mom wants me to be a musician. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that is so awesome. I know my, you know, my father is a singer and he used to sing all the time. But it's not like they encouraged me to do music and stuff like that. And my mom, you know, so they say, "Oh, I wish you had taken piano lessons." I'm like, "Me too," because I still have to learn how to do that. But. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I so, little story. I've had a smart keyboard in my house for five, six years in the box. Still haven't opened Every year, I'm like, I'm going to open it. I'm going to learn because I think it's it's critical for uh, artists to at least learn to play one instrument. I tried guitar and I felt like a contortionist and was like, ah, I don't know, isn't working for me. Then later, I was like, a smaller guitar they make them for women and stuff like that. I was like, okay, but the the year's not over. So I made this open (laughs) then. Right, right. You go for it. Yeah. There's
3: still six months. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah. I think that's awesome that, you know, your mother was so supportive of you and prayed for it and it happened. So, hey. Prayer does work. (laughs) Prayer does work. Yeah, Now, how important is it for both of you uh, to be authentic, you know, as people and in your music? I That's, mean, I, I you know, think I, our
2: music is not mainstream music at
3: all. <laughs> so. Definitely. I, yeah. Go ahead, Mia. I think, you know, a lo- I think both of us, uh, we we approach it slightly differently, but, um, you know, I, I definitely think we both approach it in an authentic way. Like, the music kind of just comes to my mom, and it's really amazing. She'll just wake up, and she has this song ready. <laughs> um and for me for me i really am really inspired by writing about things that need to be changed in the world so like things you know such as our kids albums we really wanted to make a difference not right. just write a kids album um and same thing with our family album it had it it has to be something that inspires us <laughs> right. i think
1: i love that I absolutely love that because I'm all about that um, yeah, um, I'm a social impact message writer. I've turned into that, yeah, you have all different all different yeah. languages and everything in your music, yeah yes, that's I, awesome. you know what one of the reasons why is I'm a Sagittarius, and I don't like doing the same thing over and over, but the other reason why is. I like being diverse in music and I like to be able to do what I want with music. I don't like to, you know, mm-hmm. verse, verse, chorus, verse, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, that's a standard. And sometimes I do it, but now a lot of times I don't, I have to be able to express myself the way that I want to express myself. And I love artists that do that as well, because I think for mm-hmm. so long, uh, there's been just this, standard of writing that needs to evolve i had another conversation with another artist she's like well you know the radio stations they like it to be a specific way but i said why we've enabled them to want it that way music cannot Mm -hmm. just be the same every single time so when you listen to the radio station you basically hear the same stuff over and over and over same artist i told people you know uh do these people have to die off so that other in uh, other artists but it's, it's it's true so other artists can be yeah. able to... i mean yeah taylor swift jay beyonce all that stuff's great yeah they're lovely but i'm i'm you know enough is enough there's other artists that need to be heard and we know all that stuff is play to play and blah 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 you know i i'd like to do a challenge to radio stations find three independent artists that you really like that are doing everything themselves and play them it's not going to hurt and might even Help them Mm -hmm. get more listeners. Because I know during the during the pandemic that's when a lot of people got to learn and know more about independent artists because they had the time to do so. You know, because you know a lot of live streaming, we were out there doing our thing. Um but yeah, I like people just, just just you know, just create from your soul your heart when when I started out in music, I used to listen to the music portion of it and not the lyrics. Now as I've gotten older and more involved in music, I listen to the lyrics more so than anything else because I like to see what's coming from that artist's soul. What are they trying yeah, to do? Yeah. Yeah. Are they emoting? What are they emoting? You know, am I feeling everything that they're trying to say? That's that's how I, um, when I'm voting in the, uh, the Grammys and stuff like that, I like to see the artists and their artistry. I don't need you to tell me that X, Y, and Z was playing your, uh, on your album because I really don't care, but I want to know what you did. You know, mm-hmm. like, people, mm-hmm. like people like to do that. They like to push the other, the, the artists on there. And uh, listen, if a person can afford to have major artists on there, good for them, but I could care less. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm I'm a truth speaker. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know? Um, I could, I don't, I don't. That's no, that doesn't mean anything to me. And I love mm-hmm. this too because you 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 started out with children's music, and I think children's music is actually one of the toughest categories. Um, yeah. Even if you've had a child, it's still a tough, a tough, it's a tough subject. Um, I was actually talking to um somebody that had a conversation with uh, Spotify executives, and they were saying what what they consider children's music is children's music that's actually teaching people teaching the children, um, something to do something. And I think that's lovely. Um, but there's so many yeah, different ways is. to teach, uh, children through music. And like I tell, mm-hmm. um, I tell artists all the time that music is our superpower. It is because we can do so mm-hmm. much with music. We can heal, we can move mountains. We can allow people that's to, Right they want to express at that time um Mm -hmm. and we give them something uh and also that during the pandemic people were uh craving the truth and hope and they needed something to gravitate to you know uh, music that Mm -hmm. encouraged them because during that whole election thing fake news blah, blah blah people were just tired they're just like i need something Good, so they might have gone, you know, to your music and said, my God, Ruth and Amelia, they've got it going on, and they're really getting me excited about life and all kinds of different things going on in the world. Now, how did you get into the children's music first?
2: Oh, well, um, when Amelia and her brother were <clears throat> really young, uh, we had a, a little trio, and um we would sing in some local fairs, and uh, they had um, Borders bookstores. Then that we yeah, would
0: sing some
2: concerts in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, but uh, when my son got to be like ten or something, he thought it wasn't his. He thought it wasn't cool to sing that kind of music, yeah. so he didn't <laughs> want to do that anymore and you know the kids were both taking lessons on the instrument so they wanted to more they were more interested in doing the classical music so we kind of put this on the back burner but but we did release an album the three of us and then okay. um uh, then they were in college age they were like oh that was so much fun when we used to do that we should do another one and right. so um my son actually wrote, co-wrote some of the songs and on the, our albums and <clears throat> he did most of the background track, backup tracks for it too. So um, it was something that we had done from when we were, when the kids were, Amelia was just three when we did the first album. So That's awesome. we oh. just resurrected that. <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, when we would go on trips in the car, just to keep the kids busy, I would do like ear training. Like I'm gonna go, right. mm, are you thinking, a know, That's five higher, mm-hmm, you know. And we would do stuff like that in the car, just as a game. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to do something that wasn't like go find the red car or something, <laughs> something <laughs> different. You know, that's, that's
1: going by. No, I like that you did a different way, and that's that's you're a cool you're a cool mom. That's the bottom line. <laughs> You're just cool and awesome. Um, now, do you plan to re- to release more kids' music in the f- future and touring plans. Oh yeah, we have a a song that we recorded called
2: Bear's Birthday, okay. and um, that w- that's gonna come out at the end of the summer a single. We did uh, in the last holiday season. We did release a holiday season a holiday single as well um so the bear's birthday that will be our newest song that goes on tour with us okay but yeah because this, this summer at the month of august we we have shows in san diego la and all the way up to seattle is our destination and and so that's our busy month of that fun stuff it's now so great to be able to do it with real kids in person, you know. I know, <laughs> I know.
1: Ooh, ooh, this world has been great, um, great. <laughs> now, who came up with your, because sometimes you usually wear costumes, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, we the, we wrote
2: this song, The Spaceship That Fell in My Backyard. It just yeah. happened that that the words just came out like that and then I don't know which of us was like Well, <laughs> we should just you be an alien and I'll be the little girl <laughs> and you land in here because that's gonna be our song. We should like, in our backyard. And so yeah, we, naturally we have this you know <laughs>
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> we just have this giant spaceship banner that we go in and
3: out of during the show.
0: Okay. You know?
3: So that
2: just how ha- yeah, yeah, and I actually would- developed
3: so my yeah yeah, and my my aunt my mom's sister is a graphic designer and she created our album artwork so she kind of created this artwork that was we loved so much and so then we actually based our outfits on her artwork (laughs) so she she kind of created the idea of what we our look I guess and then my uh, my stepdad he was brilliant and set like sought out to find everything, and he kind of actually put our whole look together.
1: Well, that's really cool. I love that. See, that's family. <laughs> you no, know, you don't hear a yeah. lot about that anymore. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, I hear you have also have a new single out. Can you tell me about that? Oh yes. Um, one of uh, my.
2: Well, my Facebook friends that I've been, um, you know, writing to for a long time, Mike Greenley. he's a really excellent lyricist.
0: Oh. And
2: um, I just happened to have a conversation with him and he was really, he said he hadn't written for quite some time because his husband had passed away
0: yeah.
2: a little less than a year ago and he said and he was the music to my life so i uh the music to my words he said the music to my words and then i was like wow you you know you should really that's a really great title you should write some lyrics to that and then i'll put it to music cuz i can already hear what the music would sound like to the music to my my words you know and so that kind of got his juices flowing and he he came up with some really awesome uh, lyrics, and um, our hope was that with the song it would help other people that were were really hurting because their soulmates or their life partners had passed away, and so that was. It, it started out to, to be, you know, a, a memory of his husband who was a legendary D- DJ he was very influential in the disco movement okay. and so um so it it had two purposes um to cement that legacy and then also to just help others who there's so many people going through that same thing especially during the pandemic so when so many people passed away I think the song resonates with them, and and then Amelia was the vocalist for that single, so we got to all three become part of that project.
1: Yes, um, Mike Greenlee is great. I did this, my I did my song, uh, well, our song "Love Your Own Power," the female anthem, um, that is part oh. of, the, but yeah, part of the show. Uh, uh, so yeah, I know him well. He's a great guy, and yeah, I heard what. Yeah. What was his, his husband passing, which is truly sad. Um, and he's just awesome. So let me play the song. <laughs> the music, the music to my life. beautiful beautiful vocals
3: thank, thank you
1: <laughs> I mean that, ooh, I can, I can, yeah it, I mean it, I can see why based on the lyrics where you're like oh I have music to this because I could hear it too I'm just like you know you can you can feel like the pain and you can feel oh. like, the, yeah. Um, obviously, Amelia does a wonderful job expressing that. Um, that was just awesome, 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 awesome. beautiful, beautiful. Well done. Thank you. Back in the day. Well, <laughs> what, do you, what do you both love most about being an artist?
3: Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> I like
1: that.
2: I like that my day is not same routine every day. Mm. N- yeah. And um, you know, i doing all the kind of different activities than the average person and I also like when you're creating a new product, it's like having create, giving birth to a new kid or something, you know. Right. Like <laughs> And you send your little kids <laughs> out into the world. Okay, do good kids, you know, and Right. Uh I I you know, if I had a what I consider like a regular job, I wouldn't have the satisfaction of having something like, like those that I send out into the
3: world, you know. Yeah. Gosh, I I feel the same way. <laughs> I think it definitely is different uh, things every day. It's so exciting and fun. But I also right. really enjoy collaborating with other artists and getting to experience new things through music. Right. I feel right. lucky that I get to do that.
1: That is awesome. I love <laughs> um, the effect that the music has on people. You know, uh, do, yeah. doing right. music is very hard. People don't get how hard the uh, <laughs> creating music is. The Right. Have, the amount of work that goes behind this is just crazy, and every single day I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. It's just, it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work, and, and then somebody will email yeah. me or call me, or I've won something, or or something comes about, and I'm just like, okay, universe, okay, God, I'm gonna keep doing this. You keep telling me right. that I've, I've done something to, to to affect their lives, and. I that's how I'm still here doing this uh, stuff. This woman told me one time I met with her um, This past year and she was saying how this person came to her show and after her show after her performance he came up to her and says my gosh her performance changed his life because he was going to go home and go home and kill himself And after her Yeah, and she he said she changed his mind Based on her lyric wow. and her motive, I don't know what it was, but her performance just drew breath new breath to his life. And he's like, "You know what? Oh my I have goodness. that that's the power that we have and, and and I just I think people need to be reminded of that that you know sometimes Definitely. people need to hear something that you have to say, and it can make the mm-hmm. whole world from it, the biggest difference in their life. Um, and that's why, you know, after hearing her story, I'm like, okay, I'm going to continue to do this. Um, right. You know, right. <laughs> and it's expensive, too, to do all this stuff. So I'm like, get that money, get, get the money coming in as well.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I had a songwriting teacher when I was first starting doing songwriting. Jack Siegel, he wrote like When Sunny Gets Blue and A Lot of Jazz Standards. And um, he always used to say, you know, um, songwriting is like one quarter inspiration, but it's three quarters perspiration. So Amen. if you're not interested in doing the three quarters of the hard work, then, you know, you probably aren't going to reach that level of greatness that you desire with your songs, you know.
1: True. Amen to that. So
0: that's, great. that's very true.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the most important result that has come out come about from making your your latest album? Mm. Oh,
2: I'm most excited that this is going to be in an, an exhibit in a museum. Um, yeah, <clears throat> um, we, um, I just submitted it on a whim to this this other museum. Uh, the Holocaust Museum in Israel, I, I submitted it, but I said since my grandma didn't immigrate actually during the Holocaust because the Bolshevik Revolution was a little before the start of the Holocaust, so yeah. they couldn't include it in their museum, but that this other museum, who is, which is supposedly the biggest museum Jewish museum in the world, um, that she was pretty sure that they would want it because they don't have anything like, this. right um so um when we contacted us and they said that they were going to put our our videos and the album up it's on the online exhibit and the in person exhibit and then we have all the pictures of my grandma's life story too and her her like autobiography is going to be is is gradually going up in in the museum so I mean that was like wow. That's what my grandma would have wanted with her stories right. because all the all the songs we based them using her poems,
3: you know. She also so. always dreamt of going to Israel, right? Mom and never right. actually yes. made mm-hmm. it. Right. So this is sort of like a piece of her made it.
2: Right. That's beautiful. I think that's awesome. Now yeah i mean and all the same things that you were talking about like what's going on in ukraine right now that was going on then too because like soldiers were occupying her house um where they lived and they're you know her they were hiding her sister under a bag of potatoes because she was already had reached puberty and they wanted to make sure no soldiers were going to find her. And the mom was almost molested two times, but the kids screamed so loudly that the soldiers left and ended up not doing that. But like a lot of, you know, they used to hide in the trenches when the soldiers were going to come hide in the trenches in the back, in their backyard. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the things that, are happening. It's just like a re- uh, rerun and modernization of what she was going through right. back then. Mm-hmm. It like one of her sisters, they hit her, you know, they made these long journeys from Russia over, they f- left on ships in France so they had to travel by by straw hay cart and all these weird ways and they one sister hid in an oven for a while when soldiers were coming it was just like really unthinkable things which wow. same as now it's like why 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 haven't people learned from that this all happened before yeah. why does it have to happen again you know
1: yeah it's crazy i mean the world is just i don't know i don't even I don't even have words from the world anymore. It's, it's, it's just baffling. Um, yeah. So I have another one of your songs called "Mushrooms." Tell me what that's about. That um,
2: that's the first song on our album because the songs are in chronological order of her life. They're like a cycle of songs, and so when she was eight, they they were very poor, and so to to help. Get food for the family then mom her mom sent her out into the woods with no shoes to pick mushrooms and berries and they they ate that so um, she had written this poem about that and so that's the first one cuz that she was the youngest in that
1: poem all right well let's play <laughs> Do Again, another one, what I love about that song in particular is the imagery um, that it gives. Mm-hmm. You. Um, I think obviously the vocals are excellent. Uh, and I think because of that, vocals are excellent, allows you to be in that moment. Um, mm-hmm. oh, so, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Now, one of the last questions is, uh, question that I have from you is
0: what
1: do you what would you wish you had known before you got into the music industry you know before you got into it what is it that you wish you had known
0: hmm
1: hmm I always about, <laughs> some I think some people but there are so many
0: that. I wish
2: I mean, I, I think I would have, I think I didn't realize that I would have gotten so much joy with working with other art, with collaborating, because I always thought, like, a songwriting would be, like, maybe a little lonely, because when I started out, I always wrote everything by myself,
1: right. But
2: but then I really have grown to really love doing that with other artists and it changes up your music so much because everybody has different flow of their lyrics and, and different styles. So you get to absorb a little bit of all that. And um, I, I think I would have advised people more like start writing with other people right away because I was like trying to make my own craft great without, you know, Getting the influences from other people, which has really broadened my pro- my horizons and and enabled me to work on projects that are super important with other people too. You know,
0: right, right, yeah.
3: I think for me, it's that everybody is like kind of just trying to figure it out as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> And you don't have to be, in, like, you don't, you You can be open about that. And the more open you are, the more open everybody else is. And then we all just make each other feel more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. You know, nobody really knows what they're doing,
1: I guess. <laughs> that's, that's, very, that's very true. I mean, for me, obviously, in the 21st century, we deal with a lot more than people than back in the day. I mean we have to, our music is on a lot of social media platforms, streaming platforms. It's a lot more work, a lot more work. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the longest time I didn't want to be on TikTok. I didn't want to. And then I started working with this publicist and I'm like, well, you know, it's the thing right now. And I used to do one or two, Two. I wasn't really into it until um, midway through the pandemic. And, and then I, I took this course on TikTok. It was, it was called TikTok Cat University, and it really opened my eyes to a lot of things about TikTok. You know, TikTok you can be silly, but you can learn a lot of stuff on TikTok. A lot. <laughs> I mean, there's different hacks. Like mm-hmm. one of them talking about is the pineapple. Like everybody slices up a pineapple, but the deal is that all you need to do is pull out one of the ridges to eat it. So everybody's been eating it. I guess except for Hawaiians or whoever knew the hack um, or people just get on there just to express themselves or sometimes they're depressed sometimes they're happy um, yeah and I and I use it now I'm really using it but um, you know and they tell you you need to do five videos a day and at first I was like oh. Oh. yeah five videos and I was just like oh who has time for that and now I push myself to do it and I have to come up with ideas a lot of the times I'm trying to push my own singles and I try to come up ideas Different ideas to do it. Like there's stitching, duets, all kinds of different things to do. Um, and then they talk about the same thing that I always talk about: authenticity. One of the key things in the in the, on the in the courses was were, were like people like videos that are authentic. You just being yourself, whether you're silly, being serious, or whatever, those are the videos that do the best. They said that people stream TikTok more than they stream Netflix. They're short videos. Wow. Yeah. So you could sit there. Uh, on a daily basis, uh, just watching videos. I'm really bad when it comes to animal videos. I'll say oh, I'm just gonna look at something, and two hours later, <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. And I'm like Natalie, you need to get off of it. Um, the other thing that people are surprised about are now Facebook has Facebook Reels. So they they brought mm-hmm. that out in February, and it's very different than Instagram. It is and it isn't. So you have Instagram Reels obviously, with Instagram, and then you have these Facebook Reels, um, and recently, because I've t- been taking my TikToks and putting them on Facebook Reels, uh, Facebook contacted me and one said, oh, do you want to change your profile to a professional, and you can get paid to do your uh, Reels, and that's why I've been wow. more and more, but, I mean, it's just like Spotify. I have, like, 160,000 views on some of this stuff, and, well, combined, and they were, and I got paid, like, $26. So mm-hmm. basically you have to have like millions of views and you can make $35,000 a month just doing that. But you just have to oh, find the right uh, do a lot idea. Of but what I like about it is because I tend to get into depressive mode, it takes my mind off of it. And if I can do something mm-hmm. funny or promote my music on it, then yeah. it, it does help me. To get through mm-hmm. uh, the days somehow, but like I said, we—I mean, I mean, when you're creating music now, and not everybody has to do this, you have to really think: Does my music work for all these platforms? Because people can take your music and it can go viral, even with children's music, it works well. I know a lot of children's artists that are on TikTok. You know, they have uh, read—they read the books on there. They, you know, act out the, mm-hmm. the songs on there. And it's a great tool to get noticed, especially if you're a brand and you're, you guys are basically, you
0: guys
1: are a brand. Um, and the other uh-huh. thing is, is that, you know, as, as artists, especially artists like you and I that do different types of music, you know, we can stick to one genre, but it's great to have, to be versatile because uh-huh. yeah. we are artists, but we are also a business. We need obviously need to make money so that we can continue this business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, so yeah, being on all these platforms is just it's just crazy. Now, Facebook Reels is a little bit different. They say you can post one or two videos a day if you want to. Saturdays and Sundays are not great days to post on Facebook. I had to learn all about this algorithms and stuff like that and sometimes wow. I, and sometimes I don't. But yeah. If you if you if you want to push you know, even your your this latest album, I would recommend doing something for each song on there. Even if you act out, even if you tell a story for each song on on TikTok, and then mm-hmm. and then it's all about hashtagging all the hashtags you put on it. I think you the album would do very well, very well on TikTok. Any, anything mm-hmm. that you. Whether it's a, the 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 new album or the children's music that you're doing i think you should consider you're putting on putting on the outfit put them on do a little bit i'm dead serious i do uh, listen if, if if you end up doing it and you go viral you say natalie said <laughs>
2: right okay yeah definitely
1: something to think yeah, we about we haven't
2: really explored that yet yeah <laughs> we need to do that
1: it's something Definitely. to think about, especially with your latest album. You know, there are different um, Jewish groups. There are different groups for yeah. people in Ukraine. People talk about mm-hmm. it, and you know, this this album could really help them during this time. So really think about yeah. you know, doing something on there. And it's, it and TikTok is fairly very easy to use. So that's an idea mm-hmm. for you. That's okay, I
2: think we need I to take, take that. that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm giving you more work, but I think it'll Thank work. Thank you. <laughs> I think it'll be very successful now. Before I let you go, know, let everyone know where they can find your music.
3: We are on pretty much every platform except for TikTok. Until today, <laughs> we will get on TikTok. <laughs> So you can find um, our music together at com or ruthandamelia on Instagram, Facebook, and you can find it on any streaming platform, all of our albums, as, including the singles. Um, and, and then separately, uh, it's ruthmakesmusic.com, right? Yeah, mom. And then mine yeah. is com.
1: All right, awesome songs. All right, thank you so much, Ruth and Amelia, for being oh, on. Oh, thank
2: today. you. Seriously, was, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much,
1: Madeline. Time. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. Well, you guys heard it here. Mother daughter music duo Ruth Weber and Amelia Lopez yanez They are awesome. They've created amazing uh, music. Um, and if you don't, if you didn't, if you don't remember where to find them, Google them. Uh, the, Google is your friend. Google is my friend. Just do it. And if, if you do, you'll be able to find them on TikTok and they'll be able to uh, explain right. everything that they're doing. and That's right. To, yeah. And you'll be able to see their little dances and all the things they do for children in this latest album, which is obviously beautiful. Um And the songs that is, uh like really and May- Amelia sang beautifully on that album. Check them out. They are awesome. Thank you so much for being on chatting with Nat. Um, it was my, all right, everyone, that's chatting with Nat until next time. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard.